everyone, and welcome to They're a Super Geek. I am uh, Jeremy Harper, and I'm here with my co-hosts, uh, Miriam and Kristen, and our guest, uh, Anthony Nomo. Tonight, we'll be playing their wonderful game, For Our Family. Um, so before we jump in, uh, who are we? They're a Super Geek is a one-shot uh, actual play live stream that highlights the voices of marginalized folks in the tabletop community. Um, we feature gender marginalized GMs and a diverse rotating cast, and we are proud members of the Misdirected Mark Network. Um, so uh, again, joining us tonight um, is uh, Anthony. Anthony is the designer of For Our Queen, or not For Our Queen, <laughs> For Our Family, um, a descendant from the Queen's Game, uh, as well as the author of the Descendants of the Queen Guide to Hacking for Our Queen, creating a Descended from the Queen game. Uh, they'll tell you a little bit more about themselves in a minute here, but before we jump in, uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Um, so who are you and where can we find you? I'll start. I am Jeremy. I'm. Uh, you can find me online at Hark Morper on Twitter. Uh, I'm a game designer, uh, streamer on here, <laughs> and... Uh, you can find me every other Thursday on this and occasionally guest starring or guest in on Utopia or well-seasoned stories or really anywhere else I can manage to get myself. Um, I'm going to pass it off to Miriam. Hi, everyone. I am Miriam. Uh, I go by they, them pronouns, and uh, you can find me on twitter at media underscore junkie i write for trpgs i stream uh such as this show as well as kahania and utopia and i kind of lurk around on utopia being um one one of three raccoons in a trench coat that is known as the caretakers of utopia um and uh yeah so i gm kahania and i occasionally podcast as well um such as this show which uh, we take the audio and make it into a podcast uh and uh however that is me uh i will now pass it on to our wonderful co-host kristen i'm kristen she her pronouns you can find me on twitter at kristen is no jedi I'm so glad to be back. We had a small break and I missed my co-hosts. So I'm thrilled to be here, thrilled to be here with Anthony and playing this game. Um, I'm a game designer. I write for um, tabletop role-playing games. I also do an interview podcast that I'll maybe talk about at the end. Uh, and like mentioned before, I do this live stream with some of my favorite people, Mary and Jeremy. Uh, and that's it for me. So Anthony, I'll pass it over to you. Well, first want to thank everyone for having me and hello everyone out there. I'm Anthony Nomo, he, they. Um, and I'm an experienced designer focusing a lot on game design as well as a lot of design coaching too. Uh, I uh, kind of like what I've written, wrote the guide for uh, Descendants of the Queen, really love to kind of pool and share that knowledge that we can all like make something better make something, uh, kind of pull whatever's in our brains and kind of put it out there. And I love helping with that kind of stuff, but it kind of it all kind of started with when I originally made the first edition of this game uh, for my family, and it was a lot of questions I had with my own identity and wanting to, like, as a third culture kid, as a child of immigrants of like trying um, of Filipinx origin, a first gen here, trying to figure out my parents like immigrated here for me to be like super successful and have those opportunities, but at the same time like hold on to a tradition when those uh, those themes really clashed. 
And I didn't really start thinking about it until someone asked me if like vegan Filipino food was Filipino. And my immediate gut reaction was no. And that's a lot of people's gut reaction. But the thing is like, why? And it made me start thinking. And I had all of these questions and I've been wanting, I had wanted to design a game about this so long, but I didn't want to have any sort of hard and fast rules about codifying any sort of this uh these questions that I had until I encountered for the queen. And I realized, oh, I don't have to have the answers to the questions. Everyone else can have the answers to these questions. <laughs> um, but I really wanted to take it a little bit farther up and take it a little bit further and, and not just share like my struggle of being very isolated in that journey to finding a way to have it be more holistic and more collectivistic with um, tonight. All of you. So we I'm can so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the true debut outside of uh random playtesting like that I could do here and by now. So this is very exciting. You'll see me very exposed and vulnerable. So this will be this will be a fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, yeah, for for bringing it to us. Excited to jump in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um we trouble okay so if y'all can uh you can see the on the roll 20 like i don't know if you can draw cards but i'm gonna try to at least start the game and we'll get into it go around the table clockwise taking turns reading these cards aloud and if you can't draw i will draw if that's cool <laughs> okay i will try to draw let's see Ooh, it says draw how many cards so Ooh. should i just say one one will that pick one. a random let's see what happens <laughs> No, I can't. Okay, I'll I'll draw it. Uh-oh. Okay. Half heart left in the homeland, half heart here at home. I'll go next. Two tongues split across our lips, not one to call our own. We've borne our birthplace's trials, all adversity and scorn. Despite all our sacrifice, our elders expect more. Our elders are now dying, leaving us their heirs alone. Only we can inherit theirs, our legacy, our throne. We are assuming the roles of a single generation of this family, blood or otherwise, to tell a collective story. Our elders have returned to the homeland and have invited us to a reunion to inherit the family's legacy. Our elders have nominated us and only us because there is no one else. And although we felt the weight of their expectations our entire lives, we love them. Choose a final question card and set it aside. Right, let me, can I not choose? Uh. <laughs> uh, okay, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Okay, let me pull out these cards. So we, for our family, the, one of the newer things is there is more than one final card. Um, so we'll choose whatever these three, out of these three, we can collectively decide which, uh, vibes well with us so uh our elders leave us do you oh sorry whoops yeah our elders leave us do you succeed them uh the elders era has ended do you start anew the family legacy is ours and ours alone do you share it so yeah i'll kick it to kick it to y'all to see uh what vibes with you i kind of like the They're middle awesome. one they're all like it's one of those things yeah. where it's hard for me to decide because I haven't played the game yet. I mean, this particular <laughs> game. So mm -hmm. it always feels like kind of a 
Yeah, but I, I, I'm intrigued by the middle one at the very least. Yeah, I, I like the middle one too. I'm down. But cool. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> so, just for anyone listening as a podcast, uh, the question we've Thank chosen you. is: the elders' era has ended. Do you start anew? Uh, do we want to read the other options that were there before? Oh, snap. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, if you can, if you can read off of the instruction card, that should be fine. Yeah. Uh, the other one is: Our elders leave us. Do you succeed them? And the others is: The elders' era is behind. Oh nope, that's the middle one. The family legacy is ours and ours alone. Do you share it? So different perspectives, like different uh, of one kind of doing doing it for. Our family are we doing it for ourselves or even kind of flipping it around of usually we see uh legacies and family traditions as very insular like mm -hmm. but how do we kind of go from there what does it look like who owns that tradition okay let me continue with the instructions i forget who was reading last <laughs> I, think I think i'm next okay go ahead uh Shuffle the prompt cards and place them face down at the center of the table. Put the golden final question card in the middle of the deck for a game that takes about an hour and a half or shuffle it in the bottom third of the deck to play for two hours or more. I do want to point out, uh, Jess from Utopia definitely exposed me, said no game takes less than 30 minutes. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and that has been very true for me. So it's like, I got to make this real. <laughs> But yeah, I'll put, uh, I can put it in the middle or depending on time, we could always call it up at any time. If, I was, uh, I was going to say, you probably should hang on to the card as, on your hand so that when we're getting close to time, we can just choose to end. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. Cool. When you have read the instruction cards, continue clockwise with the pink prompt cards. Take turns reading the questions out loud, interpret these questions and answer them however you wish. Other players may ask you questions or make suggestions on your turn. However, whether you answer those questions or include those suggestions is entirely up to you. Place the X card on the table where everyone can easily reach it. And since we're a digital format, we can always just throw up the, throw up the X or say X, however we want to do it, or even type it in our chat. Uh, do we want to mention we're also making use of the check-in toolkit? Uh, oh, it's funny that you say that because it's actually a part of the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Oh, I just, I think that's your turn, Jeremy. Oh, okay. Oh, is it? Okay. If you encounter a card or an answer that you don't want to be included in the game, tap the X card. That content is removed from the game. If you draw a card that is removed this way, simply draw another card. You can X a card you drew yourself. You can also pass on your turn. To do so, give the prompt card you drew to the next player and say, I'd like to, an I'd like to hear your answer to this question. Then continue around the table. A prompt card can be passed around until someone applies the X card to it. Continue answering, passing, and Xing questions until the final question card you've chosen is drawn. Each player should answer that question in turn, then the game is over. Or our family may lead to a very vulnerable and emotional headspace. During play, you may pause the game and check in by saying, how is everyone? Do we need a break? If any one of you need a break, then take some time for yourselves. Your health is more important than the game or story. Shared discussion is encouraged if comfortable. 
but listening is needed. Please remember to be kind to yourselves and each other. Look through all the of the illustrated legacy cards. These are entirely optional and are intended to inspire your story and be used as a reference during play. So let me throw out the legacy cards. So I want to give a shout out to the Art of Yorigami and Art of Jillian, both based in the Philippines. And something I really wanted to uh, make sure that I hired people like in other countries and tr like support everyone there as best as I could. So I want to share their work because it's incredible. And this is part of why I want to fund more art, fund more like commission more artists and yeah, do Heck and yes. run this Kickstarter. But um, I think the Twitch screen might be a little small for this, but I will try to keep it. Uh, actually, wait, let me recall this real quick. I think I did something out of order. I think I did. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, there you go. If there are two that feel right for the group and your collective story, choose them and place them at the center of the table. From those two cards, choose one that represents our birthplace and set it to the right. Then place the other off, uh, off to the left. This represents our elders' homeland. And for those keeping track of directions, it's the other right and the other left. <laughs> Yeah, we don't do anything straight. It's one of those. That's I love that. I love that. Um, but yeah, it's very funny. I was, I was looking at the screen. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's how it works. It's like looking at the mirror, like my right. <laughs> my <left. laughs> so out of these legacy cards, we're going to chew kind of two art pieces that like vibe with. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> that bird, uh, that sunset. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how big the uh, screen the is. Uh, the screens, um, basically from uh, if it's within the three play card, uh, okay, like decks, cool. it's fine. Yeah. Cool. Let me then just like shrink these a little bit as I pull them out. But so one is going to be where we were born. And the other places where our elders are calling us back to. Okay. So representing kind of the different cultures and different. Uh, like, <gasps> like it's, it's There's a butterfly <laughs> kitty. <laughs> For our podcast listeners, there is what I'm going to say pink. It could be red. Kristen's going to say a pink butterfly kitty. I think those are horns. It's it's I red and pink. I cannot. No, they have uh, what's it called? It has horns and butterfly wings. So. Oh I <laughs> and and when we say kitty, we it's actually more like a big cat, so like a tiger yes. or, or a lion, not not like a house cat. Correct. Thank you. Oh Mary. my gosh! <laughs> yeah, for our podcast listeners, you need to see the artwork in this game. It is beautiful. Can but, we? Um, uh, would we? I love the bone dragon. We could we could maybe post uh, along with our episode. Maybe provide what the art prompts that we used ultimate like the final art prompts that we used are. If that's okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. But, so yeah. we'll. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully, when you listen to this as a podcast, you can see the art prompts that we've we have. Uh, very cool. Um, okay, so we choose two. Yes, choose two. One the kitty has to be yeah. one of them. <laughs> kitty is obviously one of them. That is that's indisputable for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's choose another, and then we can decide whether where we're from or where we're going. Okay, I really like the dragon 
like throne thing and i also like the bird one those are those two stick out to me but i'm also open to suggestions yeah jeremy what are you what are you thinking oh i like all of them um i was gonna say out of the the two that you have that you mentioned I, i think something i was looking for is maybe something that feels like a really stark contrast to the other and i think the the bone ghost dragon feels like a starker contrast Mm-hmm. than the like sunset with the red phoenixy bird it looks like kind of air versus um forest sort of a thing yeah yeah i also really like the one that is to the right of the bone dragon so it looks yeah. like mm. like a pink or red light that is shooting up into like is that like a purple violet sky but it's beautiful. I was trying to describe for I don't know why it reminds yeah. me of She-Ra a little, like the animated oh, series. Oh, it yeah, it has that She-Ra vibe. It has mad She-Ra, mad Steven Universe vibes. Yeah, yeah it looks. <laughs> it looks like a magical girl transformation is happening right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so I, I do like that a lot. <laughs> I, yeah. I will say, like, I when I commissioned the artists, and honestly, if you're listening to this and you want to do art for this, hit me up. <laughs> but um, love it. For real, I one of the things like I actually didn't give direction. I wanted to I wanted people with like very interesting styles and I want things to be very starkly different. Yeah. And honestly, very surprised and impressed, which I feel like I shouldn't be because the artists are incredible, but I'm always just like, oh yeah. There's something about um, seeing art for your game. I think oh, yeah. you can't prepare fully for it. Oh yeah. And especially when I didn't give direction, I'm just like yeah. Uh, I gave like very basic and they came up with this. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> yes, please. I love it. Um, okay, I'm also so- completely fine going with the bone dragon. I just wanted to call attention to that other art piece because I just like Jeremy, I like all of them. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so so- we're keeping the cat for sure. Okay. Okay. I was going to say the, the one that looks like it's got the magical girl thing looks a little futuristic-y to me too, mm-hmm. which, which I, I, I also like as a contrast with the cat. So I feel like uh, we're right now deciding between either the bone dragon or, you know, the magical girl one. Do we have a preference either way? Because I'm I'm so bad at, like, making a decision. That final decision. <laughs> um, Anthony, do you have a Anthony. preference between the two? You yeah. Know, I I want to go with the magical girl one because it, uh, it's a different artist. So oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That way we yeah, can let's, showcase both. Let's highlight both. Yeah. Just because honestly, I love the Bone Dragon too. Oh, it's but, the same uh, artist who did the the cat? B- the bone yeah the cat the Bone Dragon and like the flying uh bird dragon, <laughs> all <laughs> one artist and then the windmill like the Promare looking building and then yeah. the magical girl transformation different artist. Very cool. Yeah. Very. Uh, cool. So yeah, it's uh now which one did our parents come from and which one did we come from? Or by parents, I mean elders, because it doesn't have to be our parents. But yeah. So do we want to exist in magical girl land or in butterfly kitty land? <laughs> See, what you just said is so on brand for this. That's <laughs> 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 our tagline. Um, I, because the magical girl one looks futuristic, that makes me think of kind of like where we're going. But I genuinely don't have a preference. So if Jeremy, Anthony, if either one of you have a preference, I'm. I say, let's just go with that. You okay. you just, you just made a suggestion. Like, okay. okay, so let's do that. Yeah. You said where yeah. we're going, which do you mean uh, like our elders are from or where we're from? I'm sorry, where, where we are from. Great. Cool. 
And I forgot whose turn it was, but I, I guess I'll start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, look at look through the how they see us roll cards. Like the legacy cards, these are entirely optional. And oh shit. Whoops, sorry. I don't know if I can curse on this. You can. Yeah, you can. Okay. <laughs> It'll. <laughs> we usually have issues more with slurs than swear words. Great. Don't have any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like we just have a we have a little rolodex of just slurs that will occasionally go through. The oh way my god. Rolodex for all you Gen Zers out there. <laughs> Look, I, I come from a gener I come from a generation where I know what the save icon looks like because I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm old. You're not same. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not sharing my age. Okay, I think I think it's my turn. <laughs> If everyone at your table agrees to play with these, then look, then everyone can look through the cards and choose one for themselves that seems interesting to them. When all players have chosen their roll card, then take turns reading and answering the prompts on your own cards. Then whoever wants may draw the first prompt card. Cool. So this is a new addition to uh, Descended from the Queen games, but very... Uh, it's not going to be too much different from just how a normal game starts, except we get to choose what kind of archetype we are and what kind of a, it's almost like a playbook for this kind of game. Cause usually this yeah. is normally built for creating your character, your relationship with the primary and then the world all at the same time. Uh, this gives people the option if, they wanted to try like have more direction to play off like what they normally play off to have that as well as um making sure if one person does it we all do it uh so let me deal with these roll cards and if anyone resonates to any of you claim it okay, okay. so yeah there's the healer there is oh, the fuck the, there's the fuck up <laughs> Wow, I don't feel called out at all. <laughs> oh, oh, yep. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of that this game. A lot of personal attacks going to happen. <laughs> um, the exalted, uh, the lawful, the curse, the chosen one, and the virtuoso. Um, yes, I know I'm covering up some of the, the prompt questions. I'll clear them up once we all get to kind of choose our vibe. <laughs> Um, I guess if nobody has a clear whatever, or unless we're all like, you know, rock, paper, scissoring for it, um, I probably will take the fuck up. <laughs> Jeremy, Kristen? At the lawful. Cool. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? I, I was looking at the lawful or the healer, and the healer was probably my first choice, so. I was at like, the lawful and the healer, and the healer was my second choice. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing how that works out. Okay. <laughs> okay, let me get rid of that. Should we read them too for the Yeah. Oh, yeah, this will we'll... be I was going to say is like once we choose our cards, that's yeah. we're going to read them and they'll be our first prompts. Uh Oh, cool. Thank you. Um I love yeah. it. That way we don't have to go through every single one plus for those listening going to have to kind of have to follow me and get the rest of them yep. read some details. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh so at least um da -da -da. I feel like I'm going to be the curse. Okay. <laughs> so in whatever order we want to start, 
that will be uh what's it called yeah that's we'll start reading and answering these questions for ourselves and then we'll can we'll start the game just going through the prompts Sorry, do we answer these out loud or are we answering yes. them? Yes, so, okay. uh, so just like the game, uh, you're gonna read them out loud and then you're going to answer them. Okay. Uh, and then we'll continue on the order we've been going. So uh, who would like to start? <laughs> okay, well, I'll start, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, at the very least do that. Uh, let me at least adjust the order here. Uh, the curse. When our elders look at you, they are reminded of past sins. What do you think they see? I think they don't see me as their mistake. They see me as someone else's. Like, it's like they inherited me. It's like something happened uh, with them, like coming over here. And then as a result, like I came up, whether as an accident or as like something else. I became a representation of like a result of a lot of their hardship. Yeah, uh, I guess I can go next. Okay. Uh, so my prompt reads the fuck up. Once upon a time, you were our elder's favorite. What changed? Uh, and I think it was definitely, uh, you know, while growing up, um uh, being surrounded by perhaps an extended family and uh being able to uh live in a sort of a bubble of uh what our elders had done and their traditions and all the milestones and i think once uh school started and i'm now out of that bubble that uh, perhaps uh, I, I don't really, I've, I've taken more to our, uh, where we live at the moment than uh, what I was taught about how the world is and how the world works. Uh, so, go ahead. Oh, was it a, so was it, it was like a cultural thing. It wasn't like a career academic thing. It was very much like, oh, you're behaving different. Yeah, I think, uh, I think where we came from, uh, I think the world and nature and uh, life is a lot more kind of um, one with nature and not as, um, showy as some of the magic on uh this planet this uh this community is where it's basically transformative and there's dramatics and you know the, the whole theater theater of it and everyone's a hero um whereas it was more of uh being more in tune with nature and life and i'm going i'm 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 going from the whole, you know, we're all part of this uh, cycle of life and nature and everything to suddenly being going, um, you know, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a really catchy sort of a thing off like, uh, I'm drama girl and then doing a peace <laughs> sign and two hearts and suddenly I'm, I'm, I'm wearing, I'm, I go from no makeup at all to really dramatic you know, makeup. Yeah. 
and and uh, our elders are like, why? Why 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 do you have to be so dramatic? <laughs> oh. oh gosh. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> so that's uh that's me. The fuck up. Maybe my my maybe I go <laughs> I was gonna I was about to say like you know I go do like um I mess everything up. Ka-ching! <laughs> really, really embraced it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fully embraced. Uh, do you want me to go, Jeremy? Yeah, why don't you go? Okay. The lawful. Our elders rely on you the most, but recognize you the least. Why do you persist nonetheless? Uh, I think the first two things that come to mind are responsibility and guilt so I think that maybe I wasn't always the one that was relied upon um and maybe I made a life like I felt like I made life a little bit difficult for people and then as I got older decided to kind of make up for that and so as the elder started to rely on me more than like that sense of like almost having to make things up to them. Um, And then also a sense of like, well, I have to continue to do this, especially as the elders continue to get older. If I won't help care for them, Mm -hmm. who will type of feeling. Amazing. I I have a follow-up question. Okay. What is your relationship to the fuck up of Miriam's character? Because Miriam's character used to be the favorite. (laughs) Right. Right. It's almost like we've, almost like we've swapped. Um, I think if it's okay, at least from my end, Miriam, you let me know Mm -hmm. how you feel. I think that it's complicated because I almost feel like the fuck up now has a little bit more freedom. Like I kind of like woke up one day and was like, oh wait, I have to do the responsible stuff and they don't have to. And I don't see a whole lot of consequences there from the lawfuls paradigm. Um, and so I think there's like almost some envy of like the freedom that the, the fuck up appears to have. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see that. Cool. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I'm the healer. Our family seeks you and only you when they feel hurt. What do you always fix but never restore? Um, so uh, I think... I want to say that the thing I always fix but never restore um, is the relationships um, between the family members. So Mm -hmm. when, when there's in particular, when there's conflict between members of the family, um, I am someone that people talk to and I can help, I can help people maybe like get past it and to like start talking again to like maybe see where the other person, maybe not even see where the other person's coming from, but like, feel more okay in the moment um but that that hurt has still happened and that change has still happened um and uh i think that that's something that that is hard maybe for me because i want to i i sometimes want to be able to restore things to to make things be more okay like they used to be um (laughs) yeah amazing all right and so begins the game as if we weren't already playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'll start. 
when did you know you were different from the rest of our family? <laughs> Do you hide it? Um, I think I like the moment I could uh, really have like some sort of like cognizance or sentience of like an awareness of myself. So like probably pretty little where I'm like, um, I was included in everything, but it was very much never like checked him on or if someone like, it was very much like everyone, every, any sort of anyone else, else got, got any praise. I didn't, it was very much an expectation, but I would say at least for this, when, for me personally to know like what else I was different besides how they were treating me, like, I think uh, I was a teenager when I first started like coming into my own and starting to realize that I was gay and I actually don't hide it because it oddly didn't change how they treated me. <laughs> so it was almost freeing in a way. Uh, so I kind of, and it's not necessarily like I kind of came out, it just kind of happened where it's just like, oh, uh, the curse is bringing like another boy home it's fine. We're just going to ignore it. We're just going to turn the page of a newspaper and just continue on living our lives. Can I ask a follow-up question? Please. Do you think that, um, sorry, I couldn't remember if I was going to say your character or you, do you have a preference if I say your character or address it you as you? No, you can say you. Okay. That's fine. How did you, how did you feel about that? Like, were you expecting some, um tension or or some celebration so how did you feel about it being almost life as usual as a reaction yeah i i think i felt really hurt because like i'd like at least i the neglect hurts more than like uh the backlash Mm -hmm. like everyone else gets backlash and the way i see it's like oh like they just care more and the fact they don't care like that hurts um so like, I definitely wish I could have had some sort of reaction, like any reaction. And the fact that it was like very just stone faces, it was something I shouldn't have been surprised by, but it's still like hit. Mm-hmm. Woof. <laughs> These are random and yeah, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> a little sorry, I mean, a little sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I feel with For the Queen. It just seems no matter what question I get, it's hard hitting, but that's how the game is. Um, uh, yeah, so the prompt is, our family has hurt you. How have you forgiven us? <sighs> I'm, I'm just thinking a little because it's one of those things where, of woof. Um, I think uh, it's sort of little, it's it's kind of like more of a death by a thousand cuts rather than any sort of big, big hurt. And I think it's when um, any time that I have, uh, I think my character has, is maybe sort of like really proficient or like um natural and has a knack with just magic in general since we're playing in very fantastical magical worlds i'm gonna roll with that and um i think in our homeland magic is a lot more common maybe not flashy but it's a lot more common place and um because it's so commonplace there's like this uh 
wanting like the only way to get noticed or to be considered uh great is to stand out which odd which is at odds with the whole you know we're not really into flashy magic uh sort of a thing um but i guess it's more of like uh when when we're talking about standing out it's more it's less about dramatics and kind of performance and more about um big magic that can affect things at a macro level rather than sort of like oh hey here's some small magic here small magic there and um me being able to channel and use magic at a very young age um and the fact that i am doing sort of like really cool flashy things where i can do full costume transformation or you know um uh fly really fast and high and everything um those are quite impressive because people uh my age who have that knack can't do what i can do but when i come home or show my family they're all like that's great but have you fixed agriculture have you fixed our <laughs> blight you know <laughs> things like that and it's like slowly slowly sort of been like you know like uh like uh little um pinpricks um my 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 little balloon of self-esteem has got like millions of holes um and how have i forgiven um our family i think it's with uh oh well they're not used to this world so you know like sort of forgiven because they're ignorant does that include us um i think it really depends on how y'all see mm, the things i'm passionate about maybe um so yeah i guess it would also include y'all but maybe a little less so because y'all are born here so you should know better <laughs> mm -hmm. it's it's like the okay. it's it's kind of in the line of your uh being able to forget older like to forgive older people of a lot worse things because it's like well they're mm. too old to learn or know better yeah Woof. yeah <laughs> the, card, the card says how have you forgiven us but i i just want to ask is there it feels in my mind so far like we're a big family is there anyone you haven't forgiven Ooh. Ooh maybe one of my parents is actually like a mage a proper mage mm -hmm. and um maybe i have verbally you know kind of just brushed it aside but that probably is the biggest and spikiest thorn of all because oh, they, they know that these are they know these are uh impressive feats I wonder if they were they were your biggest supporter and fan before you fucked up. <laughs> yep, before before I I decided to lean into the flashy and dramatic. It's like you don't have to do a costume change every time you do a little piece of magic. You could just do the thing and just be done with it. Yeah, you have to, but why wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And just to like remind uh, our viewers and listeners, so these aren't like role cards. These aren't who we are. This is who uh, our elders see us as. 
so very much do we embrace that identity or not so yeah. so Mar- Miriam's character is not a fuck up they're called one right 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 oh yeah I'm I'm actually really <laughs> <Amazing>. impressive <laughs> exactly incredible exactly. it's 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 uh very much you know totally not relatable in any shape or form um right. of uh, mm. being I don't know like a really great performer and all of that stuff but it's just like um but you're not a doctor so okay we're not drawing from reality here at all. No, not at all. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, I got these all these questions out of a generator. Exactly. <laughs> this is AI work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. Yep. Okay. My card says, you suspect that this reunion isn't just about inheriting the family's legacy. What else do you believe is happening? Okay. You suspect that this reunion is I just can't get the word judgment out of my head. <laughs> um, I I think that maybe it's I think that maybe there's also some sort of test or judgment that is happening um, about our abilities um, since we are leaning into the magic, which I love. Um, magical abilities are our ability to be able to take over the legacy, how successful are we? Like just really, I feel like there's a a lot of judgment that is also going to be happening that might then affect that inheritance or other things in our lives going forward. (laughs) Just got to formalize it. That's all. (laughs) So, so my follow-up is, uh, how do you think you're going to fare in that judgment? Uh, I am worried that everything that I have done um, to become the one that the elders rely on is not going to be enough to make mm-hmm. up for what has been done. Uh, I think uh. there's at least some people, I think at least one of my parents is of the mindset of um one mess up can erase like a thousand attaboys. Kristen never heard that growing up. Um, and so we <laughs> look at me, for example. <laughs> so it oh, doesn't gosh. matter. I think the, there's just worry that. So how I feel I'm going to fare is on paper. I feel like I should with my standing in the family now do okay. But I'm worried that my past is not going to um be forgotten dang <laughs> some generator he got these questions oh uh, yeah <laughs> if you type in my brain you'll all find <laughs> so wh- why do you hesitate to inherit our family's legacy um so i guess i think that i i worry as much as 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 much as when i when I try and heal things or when I do heal things, I, I want to be able to restore them to how they were. Um, I, I think I also worry a lot that uh, inheriting the legacy has to mean trying to be what they were, what our family was. Um, I, and I've seen, I have seen the way that parts of our family have treated each other. Like I, 
I'm the one people come to when people have been cruel to each other or have hurt each other. Um, and I, so like, I have seen what people can do and I don't know that I want to be what this family has been. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know that that that's, that's what I want to be. Are we passive aggressive or aggressive aggressive? <laughs> I think it, I think it varies. Uh, we're we're a big family. We we've we've got it all. <laughs> I, I was also gonna kind of get a little to the jugular and ask, what is our legacy? Oh, oh, I think that's very mysterious to what we think it is to versus what our elders think it is. Right. We yeah. just know. I just we just know we're gonna go back to the magical kitty butterfly horn jungle with like fish spirits and everything it's like are we supposed to be keepers of the forest are we supposed to be doing something else we have our own ideas but that's that's a big question and i think we're all thinking <laughs> yep yeah. and 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 as much criticism as i get for my flashy magic i mean come on it's a butterfly horned kitty <laughs> could rule the land Miriam. <laughs> How can it not be flashy? It's flashy for just existing. <laughs> I mean, you, th you look through the hypocrisy. I don't know. <laughs> Is I have one follow-up question. Is there anyone in the family that you confide in? So since everyone goes to you specifically about relationship drama or problems, is there anyone you talk to about your relationship conflicts? Um, I think, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to offer something and, uh, I think I might go to the fuck up. Um, I think, I think you're the person I talk to, um, because I think you're the person who I assume whether I'm right or not, um, might have the same hesitancies as me about the, the, you're one of the people who I think might have the same hesitancies about me about the family legacy be, for similar reasons. I think that you might have like also be really aware of the ways in which like that hurt can kind of happen. Um, I think the same is, yeah, I think, I think you are probably one of the, one of, if not the only person I go to, um, who I does like the confident confide in? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, maybe I would talk to the curse too, but I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you have, but it's, yeah. I've always made it weird. <laughs> there we go. There yeah. It is. It's like you, you try and like, it's like maybe later it feels okay, but always in the moment it feels weird. And I it's because I make it weird. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's the reason. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know why I don't, but I think I don't talk. Yeah. So I think I can go to the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Cool. Um, before we move on to another question, actually, we're at right about an hour. And so I think, uh, oh, I, have a, I have a script for this, but <laughs> 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 we're going to take a short break for five minutes. Uh, and uh, when we come back, we're going to jump back into for our family. Um, so Thank you, everyone, and see everyone in about five minutes. Hello, and welcome back to They're a Super Geek. I'm Jeremy, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Miriam and Kristen, and we are playing 
for our family uh, by our guest, Anthony, um, where we are playing as a, uh, a um, the new generation <laughs> of our family uh, in a magical world, a magical girl as flashy magical world. <laughs> um, uh, and our family is from a very different sort of magical world and has different traditions. We are at a reunion and or we are gathering uh, together and uh, exploring what what our relationship is to our family and to our legacy. If if I may, it's like we were we were in Avatar and now we're in Shira. Yep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Good description. Yeah. Love it. All right, I'll I'll kick us off again. Our elders rarely express affection. How do they know they love you? <laughs> well, as the curse, I think I actually think my curse is I think I'm actually the firstborn of like the matriarch of our family, but I was born with like limited magical capabilities of both worlds. So like it's showing that like I'm, I'm like almost like disabled, like magically disabled in that kind of fact where I think they show me that they love me by always like saving a plate of food for me. I even if they are pretty like unemotional to me most of the time, like neither like judgment or praise or anything like that, I they do include me, if anything. So I I kind of cling on to that. And and any sort of like invitations like, oh, we want like we're gonna do a ritual. You can't do it, but you can sit here and watch us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but um I I um clinging on to any sort of thread of that but when they when they do and like when they do remember me it that's how i know so because you've said the magical f word i'm gonna now ask what food do they leave for you <laughs> i was like what f word well, yeah i was like f word f word i knew miriam <laughs> okay <laughs> honestly they um what's it called I think when they left me like the best part of uh like the magical beast like like the ribs like the fattiest part it just like grunt and just like huh <laughs> just gave it to me I was like oh nobody else got this we all fight over this we have to bribe people to get this <laughs> and then I scurry away so it's like I think uh yeah it's something definitely like fatty and meaty and like definitely roasted on a spit type of thing like the prime cut mm -hmm. but it's like they like especially like my parents they don't treat it like that they're just like you need to eat and i'm like yeah i'll take it <laughs> cool Ooh, this is a good question um our elders overcame great adversity in order to leave their homeland what did they leave behind and I think that what they left behind is definitely a lot more physical than sort of like a cultural or symbolic thing. I think what they left behind was their little, um, the land that we were on and that our family had was near this, um, basically the picture that is there that uh, um, it was this wonderful little waterfall where 
uh, a lot of the fantastical spirits and um, uh, creatures in in the area would come. And um, there's this one uh, particular uh, seasonal event where I'm going to say, because it's because right now we're doing this in autumn, we're doing it in fall, that um, sort of, you know, um, the equivalent of like an all spirits eve sort of a thing where where the veil between the spirit world and our world is at its thinnest and um we get to see all the spirit world creatures uh during the evening and night on all spirits eve and that just doesn't really happen in our birthplace or it's very hard to find here do they ever show that they miss like having that like Jewish spirit con- like conversation those relationships do they ever show that uh i think so i think there might be a little shrine in our like family home um especially in where the elders uh live where it's sort of like a miniature waterfall where it actually kind of has water spilling and almost like a little miniature of the place and um they will sometimes offer um food or do things that kind of mimic the things we would do uh to at least teach us those traditions if we ever return to the homeland so that we're not uh savages <laughs> the one one particular one the, the one particular savage relic- magical girls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what uncouth <laughs> and uh, actually know how to do these um but it's just not the same we don't we have not been able to experience what would actually happen if we were there and did those rituals versus what rituals are done to the little miniature very good replica shrine what is the most difficult part of the, what is the most difficult part of this reunion how do you pull the rest of us through it I think, I think the most difficult part of the reunion is the, is the tension that everyone feels before whichever of the elders is, has been chosen or elected to give kind of like the speech, not only about the legacy, but just about the family in general, um, before they give that speech, I think there's just a lot of like nerves and tension. And so I think the way I get us through it, I'm assuming the rest of us is us Us. four. Yeah. So I think how I get us through it is that, um, oh, the elders would be so disappointed, is (laughs) that I think that we have some sort of magical like drink and whether to your, whether to you that's like, alcohol or like an edible or like a warming comforting cup of tea I won't make that decision I think what it is is that when the person drinks it it's their biggest comfort however they kind of envision that and that's the magic of the of this drink um and we're not supposed to have it before the speech but I found some and I think that (laughs) we (laughs) Oh, you're we the go cool out cousin. Back. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I'm partial to edibles. Same. Wait, but that's why I was like, I'm not going to decide for everyone. <laughs> Mainly because you can hide them in your pocket versus right. a drink. Right. 
I like it. So you can have a little gummy edible. I'm going to pretend it's a kitty, but I don't know what yours is. Um, yeah. So I think we got to go out back and, and have this magical drink or edible and it's just, it's fun or it's comforting. It's whatever we need as individuals in that time. It's like a neon dick deck. (laughs) God, whatever that is, sign me up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) How do we make this a real thing? I love that the um, the lawful is the cool cousin who who snuck this for us all. Um, I, I'm also I want to ask: Do you think any of the elders know that we're sneaking this? Yes, I think that there is an elder who is a little cooler to, in, <laughs> our, in our mind, right? Who like as like probably even caught like saw us. You know, or I mean, it's one neon. of us. It's hard to miss. Right. And like mm-hmm. kind of looked over and like gave us a little wink and then distracted one of the other elders. So yeah, I definitely think there's yes. one elder who's like a little cooler. Oh, than I love that. I've been I like they've, they've given us in the past. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they've also partaken like that that's their egg management fee of allowing us to get away with <laughs> yeah. it. Yes, I think so. They were the rebel back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the homeland. And I feel like they might just be a little like, uh, all the stuff in the homeland, you know, it's not all cracked up to be. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, what keeps you from abandoning our family? Oh. The edibles. <laughs> <laughs> those neon tic tacs <laughs> sorry jeremy i'm sorry <laughs> um uh i think so i think it's uh i mean it's it's a couple things there's, i guess there's a difference maybe between like what i usually say what what i would say if one of you asked like why like why do you stick around um versus maybe what's what it is. Um, uh, I, I think my answer of what I would say would, would be referencing like a handful of like the cool people who I get along with. Um, like, uh, the, you know, it's for this magic drink. It's, I I stick around for the fuck up. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, cause someone's gotta look out for this, the, the awkward one. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, um, uh, but really because i think i think uh it's as much as i feel like i think my family doesn't our family doesn't get everything about me and maybe who i want to be um and as much as they sometimes like i think the family our family fucks up and, and hurts each other um i think they get parts of me in a way that like no one in this in this like new world outside of my family does like and it's and it's it kind of is i guess all of those like it it is it is the fuck up it is the (laughs) um, it is the 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 stolen drinks it's the um it's the jokes it's the glances it's the um the things i don't have to explain Mm -hmm. um yeah like I, it feels, even when it doesn't feel good, it feels a different kind of safe, maybe, than I can find other places. Mm-hmm. As the phrase goes, the uh, 
the horned butterfly cat you know. <laughs> that, exactly. that is what they say. Yeah, we all know the saying. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Do you do you even want to be the healer? Like you're really good at it. But is that something that you like doing at all? Or is it something that you're just good at? Oh, I don't know that I would know who I was if I wasn't the healer. I still don't know that the answer is yes. Um, Cause it's a lot sometimes, most of the time, <laughs> but I don't know. What else would I be? Damn. <laughs> leave that hanging in the air yep and we'll go to this next great question how does your presence endanger everyone at this reunion Oof! of all the questions to pick. <laughs> um i think so since we're back in the the jungle this magical like forest i think the spirits can recognize that i'm not as magical and they're like who is this outsider who's this anomaly because even for Miriam, your character the like you still have a profound like amount of magic and this like emanating like power and it's like such a whisper for me where it's almost like the spirits uh of the forest like suspect that i'm hiding something and i think my presence like compromises like the kind of judgment, the kind of test that we have to take, because I don't. I think the force itself, the spirits that are there, are questioning and like are on like a razor's edge of like accepting me or not. Can I add that maybe I don't see your lack of magic as a lack of magic, but I just because I'm so dramatic all the time that oh, you just must be very subtle in your magic. So you know, you probably have really deep magic, but it's just really subtle. Yeah, I actually, I think that's what the spirits would be like. You can't not be magical. You're here. So why? <laughs> so what's your deal? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm curious. You said that like, so you're the, you're, you're, you're on like a, a razor's edge of whether or not um, they accept you. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. So do you, I guess, do you accept them? Like what, what's, how do you feel about them? Oh, um, well, I think like, I think my presence like compromises like all of you too, but I, I think I so desperately want to be like communicate with them, but the communication tools I've learned growing up was non-communication. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think I want to, um, because that's what we were told and raised with, but in terms of actually like really want to, I think they scare me. I think they legitimately scare me. And it's something where the magic back like to our, in our home, in our birthplace, like people control that magic. It's very, like very individual, very dramatic as we've been saying, but this is very wild versus very natural and very like mysterious and that we can't see the source and I can't see the source. So at least if I could understand the person, I could understand like the magic based off the reaction. If I just look at an entire like ecosystem, that's terrifying for me. So I think I want to, but I'm incredibly scared. Yeah. Oh, that's me. <laughs> for a second, I almost was like, ooh, who's going to be answering? Oh, wait, that's me. Uh, uh, what makes you long to have been raised in the homeland? 
I think it's the whole again. I'm go I'm going to kind of go upon the whole, you know, death of a thousand uh, prick cuts sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. Of um, I sometimes wish we were raised in the homeland because then my magic would have turned out that way and been more accepted than what it currently is being so dramatic and kind of even though i love it and i probably would do it again but i think a part of me is kind of like i wish i was ignorant of this because then i'd be more accepted mm -hmm. yeah no questions for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good that was just um our is it my turn it is yeah. your turn. Okay, I was lost in Miriam's answer. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all good. Our elders idolize a public figure, but reprimand you when you imitate them. Why? Um, so they idolize a public figure. So the question is, I get reprimanded when I imitate that public figure, correct? Yes. Like you take on their values, you like try to be like them in any sort of way. Yeah, uh, I think I think that maybe the reason that they idolize that public figure is more because they want to kind of that's the part of them that wants to maybe fit into where we are now. Mm. Um, but so like when we're out and we are um, interacting with folks that are not in our family, then we, it's okay to idolize that public figure, but mm -hmm. behind closed doors, when it's our family, the values are different, right? How we dress, how we act, what we say is, is different. And I think that my, my character in wanting to, um, kind of make up for things from the past, when I realized that this was someone that the elders idolized, like just leaned into it hard, right? Like this person is everything. I'm just going to act like them all the time. And I kind of ended up learning the hard way that that's <laughs> no, it's only in public around other people that we, that we really idolize them. I'm imagining everyone like having like kind of sports jerseys and flags and banners like over the top <laughs> and the moment uh, we come home just casting it off the side. <laughs> right. And I like got the tattoo and I'm like, oh, too oh, far. Yeah. Too far. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's like a tattoo. Why would you get a tattoo? <laughs> it's like very confused. Like what? <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to be a tryhard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I also wonder, like, um, uh, if they, because our, our elders idolize this public figure, but our elders are also much more firmly rooted in, uh, in uh, like, our, our family's traditions and our, and our history and our heritage. I wonder if... Uh, they they don't see themselves as maybe like they, they don't think that they would become like this person or lose those things but like maybe they think that you will you yeah. know it's just another yeah. sign that you're drifting away right right yeah i like that that's a good addition all right jeremy it's to you <laughs> who here do you believe isn't worthy of inheriting our family's legacy. 
We just took edibles together. How can you pick anyone? (laughs) I don't think any of us are worthy because I think we are worth more than our (gasps) family's legacy. I like I not not more, but like it's that, like I said, like I I am not convinced that I love our family's legacy. I love a lot of our family, but I like from like what I see, I don't know that our legacy is something what I see as our legacy, whether or not it's what what you all see or what our family sees as their legacy, what I see as our legacy, um, involves a lot of that hurt and and, and pain. And that's not something that I think any of us are worth. I think, I think we're worth, I think we're different than that. I think we're, we're we, we can be more than that. Maybe, maybe we can take parts of it, but none of us deserves to, to inherit the entirety of the legacy. This was not the wholesome answer I was expecting. <laughs> I, I, mean, I thought it was pretty wholesome. I, I felt oh, no, a lot. That's, that's what I meant by like, um, I was, I was expecting like, oh god there's gonna be a choice and it's like oh right, the right. feelings that come from it and it's like no none of us and i was like oh that's hard and then when because we're worth more i'm like oh there's like a roller coaster <laughs> of emotional <laughs> journey it's like the simpson thing's like oh this is good but it's cursed oh that's bad <laughs> this is kind of, that's good <laughs> uh, so I that was that. amazing that was yeah that was a great yeah. like amazing answer mm-hmm. like, uh, our extended family calls us diluted for being raised away from the homeland. Do you believe them? Absolutely. <laughs> Can't talk to spirits. No, it's like, I like, like rest of us are, some of us are flashy. I can't, like, I can probably do some like prestidigitation, maybe. <laughs> small or, magics. Like, yeah, small magics. I, but in terms of like, it, especially for me, I definitely believe them because I'm thinking like, since I'm the curse, I think because they moved away, our elders moved away, I feel like I like, and I was raised and I was told that I was the result of that. And it was almost like a huge relief when the fuck up was born because all the magical ability (laughs) in the world, and it was amazing for them. And yeah, for me, it just very much like, yeah, I feel especially since like being so scared of uh, the homeland, it's like, I do feel very diluted. Like, and I will say if anyone ever told uh, any of our extended family told that to my face, I would, I'd fight them (laughs) (laughs) with words or something or run away. I don't know. I think I, like, it would be one of those things like in a movie where I have this huge like scene of like standing up for myself, having some witty quips and say, and it goes back to just my face stone face. Like, just nod and then I walk away. Right, it's all in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all in my head. It's like, yeah, it's like, man, I was so cool in this other reality. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like oh, the yep. fuck up would very much stand up for you because it's like, you know, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like that hurts so much, too. For me, it's like, oh, I need them to defend me. <laughs> well actually well i'll take actually i'll i think there's that's my initial but then like when i sit like off to the side uh because i process everything differently and slowly i just like it was actually really nice i've 
like someone defended me but i think like riddled with panic attacks <laughs> just of like uh yeah but yeah no and i definitely definitely love the definitely love you for that <laughs> I, I, I will fight if... the tic tac team <laughs> i mean fight for the tic tac team. team there you go <laughs> so so i have a question for you um do you think that any do do you ever or do you think that any of us ever um claim the like I claim the 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 deludedness like like is it is it is it an is it is it an inherently negative thing or is it something that any of us can reclaim even to you mm. i mean the only the person who defended me the fuck up that's the only person who could claim since they are so good at it because <laughs> like at least if you're diluted you're the best <laughs> <laughs> so like at least that's what i think um cool yeah Miriam, i'm not sure with with you but yeah that's my thing it's like well if like they're certainly living living that life <laughs> like it's very hard like i guess it's one of those things where probably uh, I probably bristle the most from that word being applied, not just on me, but on anyone, but especially you, uh, because to me, it means less than or something. And I'm like, look at me, I can do both, you know, sort of a thing. And I'm good at both and I will kick your butt with both, you know, sort of a... like we're not diluted, we're distilled. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, I love that. Not diluted. We're distilled. <laughs> if um, we named episodes, that would be the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> distilled, not diluted. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Love it. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the problem, you weren't planning on attending this reunion. Who convinced you? Uh, oh, this is not at all relatable to me at all. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think um, because maybe recently as as we are reaching into our mature or we're all adults i'm assuming at this point as we're playing this game or rather sort of answering these questions as that perhaps one of you know this the what is it self-care and biggest things you can do for yourself is stand up for yourself mm -hmm. and sort of uh the reunion would be great because i get to see all of y'all and i get to like see a lot of other people that you know like our our cool elder who kind of just takes takes a couple of egg management fee uh uh tic tacs or stuff and and um it would be great seeing them but then more often than not i feel pretty bad about myself because of you know the whole thousand little pricks and microaggressions of oh your magic is too flashy and all of that stuff so for the first time i was going to be like nope not gonna go i would rather go have a uh uh root uh root canal is that what it's called yeah. yeah um then uh go here uh and i think it was uh the tic tac team that was just like convinced me that he should come um 
and especially for some of our elders, maybe the last time we're seeing them. And uh, it might be better to deal with all the bad feelings I might have than have FOMO should I not go. Had you told anyone that you weren't going other than us? Um, I think I think I might have told like immediate family of like, oh, I'm busy. You know, I've just I've gotten I've gotten this new kind of, uh, you know, the adventure party. We're going and doing things. We're saving this like little town on the opposite side of this planet. So um, <laughs> it's going to be really hard. Yes, I know I can teleport, but you know, <laughs> what yeah. if they need me? It, it, you know, the, the communications are just, I, I can't hear you. There's all the static. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I very just, important question. What color are you and your team? <laughs> uh, I am going to go with uh, electric violet. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Same. Good follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's very important. It's very, it's very important. <laughs> I need to... What color am I in the team? Yeah, the moment you said you're a team, like, oh, clearly. <laughs> you know, we're a new team. We're working it out. You know, we've got our purple. We've got our pink. We've got our blue. We're just missing, like, a, a, you know, a green or a red, depending on what side of the spectrum we wanted to go. <laughs> I feel like you're auditioning. <laughs> yeah, we're auditioning for our fourth. Yeah, that's that's why it's really hard for me to come to this reunion because you know we we still need to find our fourth member. All right, Kristen, to you. I know I've read it twice. <laughs> 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 I like glanced over and I was like, "Is that really what it says?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our elders rejected someone with whom you fell in love. Are they still in your life? Yes, I just don't bring them to family reunions. <laughs> Do we know fair. them? Uh, I think that, yes, that when we do our, uh, you know, our, like, I was going to say FaceTime, like holograms, like when we do our hologram calls to, mm. to say hi to each other, um, I think that you have met them. Uh, but definitely the elders don't think that they're in my life anymore. Uh, so they don't come to family reunions, get-togethers. If we celebrate holidays, whatever that looks like for us, um, festivals, then they they don't come. But otherwise, they're still in my life. How do they feel about that? Yeah, that was my question. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, no, they, yeah, no, we're same page. <laughs> uh, I think that it's, I think it's one of those things that is, causing a problem because I feel like I probably say the next time I'll bring you, right? Like it doesn't matter what they say the next time I'll bring you, but then I can't because this, you know, like this festival that we celebrate, like it's so important to these people. And so if I come with you and it causes problems that it takes away from like those people whose special day it is or special time it is. And so there's always like this excuse. Um, and so I think they probably, I think they probably feel pretty sad, but I feel justified. I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. <laughs> I have the juicy, juicy question. Why were they rejected? Ooh. Oh yeah. Mm. 
Um, that's a good one. Uh, I, I mean, I'll go simple. I, I think that our, and I won't speak for the extended family, but I think in my immediate family, there are expectations of what I'm supposed to do um, and the type of person I am supposed to end up partnering with. And those expectations were not met in the eyes of the, of the elders. And then follow up, is it, is it anything that your partner can work on? Is it, or is it in, like basically unchangeable? I'm just thinking of my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> oh, what a throwback. What a, right? It's a great movie. It is. It is. Um, God, I haven't seen it in years. I hope it's a good movie. Uh, that's how I remember. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I, don't. <laughs> I, right? I haven't seen it in like 15 years. So I'm like, now I don't know if it's a good movie or not. Uh, um, I think that it's, I think that part of it is probably traditions or customs that I have like tried I just imagine this montage of me trying to work with this person on like the right way to drink tea <laughs> right like afternoon <laughs> tea um so I think it's something that they can work on but should I ask them to be working on it that's, mm. that's probably valid a, probably a valid question mm -hmm. that's uh, good question. all right Oof. Our elders committed something unspeakable to keep us safe. Why do you defend them? Um, I'm going to actually, I'm going to X. Okay, gonna, gonna X. cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Great. And yep. draw a new one. <laughs> yep. What family mantra do you still believe? Um, oh, I like this. What family mantra do you still believe? Um, uh, spirits are with us. Uh, I, I love the idea. Even when we can't see them, they're they're with us. They're here, um, uh, or or rather, the spirits are here for us. Uh, no, no, don't like that. Not not here for us. It's here for us in the sense of like I'm here for you. Not here for us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go for with us. <laughs> I'm gonna go with like the spirits are with us. I like that that variation of it better. Um, it doesn't translate perfectly well. Um, but right. it's uh, essentially the spirits are, are, are with us. Um, and because it, it both is like, like with us, but also like on our side, yeah. mm -hmm. um, it, it, it means both. Um, and that's something I, I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of peace and support from, um, that both when I'm away and when I'm back, uh, back when it, in the homeland as well. That. Do you think that there is a like? Is there like a specific spirit or group of spirits that you um, have connected with, or that you like to believe is with you more than others? Maybe it's a giant ghostly bone dragon. Yes. <laughs> um, uh. I, like totally seriously, it's a it's a it's a it, 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 it's a giant ghostly bone dragon. Um, I don't know why that yeah. that one, but like, like we clicked. Mm -hmm. uh, like from the time I was very young, the first time that uh, I would say we saw each other. I don't know if it's the first time they saw me. First time I saw them, oh. though, and I've seen them many times um, since then. Oh, one of the only ones I see when I'm not in the home. This feels like I mean... spirited away, or yeah, it feels like spirited away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer, Jeremy. Yeah. I feel them with me when I heal. 
too. Oh, God, I love Friendly Bone Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where have you found belonging back home? As much as there's a lot of uh, new magic and a lot of magical girl stuff, I feel like, uh, I don't know if any of y'all have seen like My Hero Academia, yeah, My Hero Academia, but like the support heroes, <laughs> like I found like the people who aren't heroes, but are, like really good engineers and stuff. <laughs> so like uh, finding like, cause we're, we're never center stage, but at the same time, like we have value and I feel like, I found a lot of belonging in those circles, like people willing to teach me, like mentor me, and then me be able to share that with other people. Uh, even like, especially like heroes and mag magical girls. Um, so I feel like the technical skills were something I, I don't have to inherently have. Uh, and I, it's something that I can learn and then reproduce. So like I found it in that kind of circle. Heck yeah, support. Like honestly, the reason why things look effortless is because of some good support and that's probably why uh i'm the, the fuck up is basically one of your greatest like cheerleaders of like no you you don't just because you're not flashy or all of these things and by the time i'm done you're wondering where the compliment is and i'm just like <laughs> but, <laughs> but because of that, because you're so good at all these other things, you make other people look good. And that is such an important thing. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so this is, an, this is a sweet one. What family tradition still brings you joy? Um, and I think it is uh, the tradition of always... Uh, it's a very small one. It's it's whenever whenever guests come over or it's like sort of visiting hours of the family or whatever, there's always one chair or one place left empty so that it signals your welcome. And then when it gets filled, we bring another chair or we bring another thing. And it's just sort of uh, um, leaving space for not just uh family friends and corporeal people but also the spirits so the spirits feel welcome at our home which is not which i think is more of a homeland um tradition than our birthplace tradition um but it's something that we like doing and i've always liked that because it always leaves a space for someone to feel welcome rather than being awkward and kind of being like okay i'll grab my chair and insert myself in it's like no we've made space for you join us i to do that in real life that's yeah. rad <laughs> i actually learned it from a lot of cons of like whenever you're oh, nice. in in lo when lobby cons happen um which is essentially you know when people are just hanging around the lobby of if you're at a table, if you want to signal to people that you are are welcome to join, you just leave an extra chair so they can just plop in. Oh, oh cons. <laughs> How I long for thee. Oh, so forever. One day. One day. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love that so much. I'm going to, yeah, also do that in real life. 
-hmm. Also, I've been sitting on this one little kind of phrase where, especially after the bone dragon thing that I need to share, which is basically when when we say we have a bone to pick with you, it means... It means, uh, you know, these spirits must have a talk with us. Specifically, that one spirit. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's so good, which could be a good thing, too. Nobody knows. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's the equivalent of we need to talk. Right? You don't know. Is it good? Is it bad? I'm I'm proud of you for getting a good pun in here. I know. It's not that I doubted you, Miriam. I never doubted you. I just were getting to the end. And I was like, I wonder. Um, one of our elders made you a promise. Why do they hide it from the other elders? Uh, I think that the cool elder, I like that that's their only name so far. Uh, I think that the cool elder, um, excuse me, uh, made me, is the one that made me a promise. And I think that they hide it from the other elders because it's something that they know wouldn't be approved. Um, it's something that would cause, you know, there'd have to be discussions and family meetings and there would be just drama and tension. And so I I think that they, that they hide it to kind of keep the peace and kind of in a, what they don't know won't hurt them, um, kind of way. And I think that they have kept it probably for a while, long enough for me to feel like, okay, they really are gonna hide this from the other elders and I don't think I've said anything to any of you because I or anyone else because I think that I'm I was surprised by the fact that they actually kept it hidden I thought for sure that they would um share it because from my paradigm the elders share everything um they discuss everything and make every decision together as a unit and so I wasn't expecting uh, them to actually keep their promise, and they did, and so I also uh, keep it to myself. Love that. It really makes me think, like, oh, our elders were once like it reminds like kind of humanizes them. It's like, oh, they were once like us in our very same position, <laughs> given like a like a wild choice to make, and the cool 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 elder holding out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good point. I like that too. That they. At least one of them at one time was considered like the rebel, right? They were their own person. Mm-hmm. Cool. So my card is when was the last time you felt truly loved by our elders? Um, I think it was when we arrived to this. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I am. I, I don't know if that was the last time actually, but that that's the... I guess that's the 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 last time I felt it that strongly. I think just that 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 greeting and the joy um, of us showing up um, of, of when we, when when we got here. I felt um, uh, I could see it. I could see the 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 love and the joy and the um, I'm not necessarily excited about the 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 judgment or the passing of the legacy. Um, there, there are things I'm not excited about here, but it was that moment of like, I remember why I can come, keep coming back. Beautiful. Uh, 
one follow-up question what did they how did they show it um there's something about the way that you greet family here this mm. tradition about the way you greet your family that's different than the ways that you greet um people who are outside your family mm. um I'm, I'm not sure what that is but <laughs> i i i like and it's something that i forgot i i, I had forgotten um uh like just it's something that i don't do in my daily life in mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. um, our birthplace where we live now um i think it's something about the ways that they use magic here to greet us um mm. It's not big and flashy. It's it's a little. Um, uh, it's not flashy in the ways that the, the magical girl magic is back um, back home, new home. Um, but it's yeah. uh, it's something about the way they use magic to greet us is reserved for family and something you don't even show to people outside your family. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you yeah. shown it to anyone outside the family? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Hello. I don't, I don't, I don't do it at all, even with family in the new world. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not sure I could do it right. Um, yeah. uh, if I'm being honest, but. Very cool. All right. Here we are. Here the we elders are. era has ended. Do you start anew? <laughs> it's so interesting because the beginning of the story, I was so hungry for approval and to fit in and now learning like how valuable my skill set is as a support um and really finding like family back in like back home i think i do start anew i think in this new beginning i'm not a curse or if i'm a curse i'm a curse to all the magical girls enemies like (laughs) um it's almost like it's like I get to reclaim that identity. So I think I take I, I think I take everything that I can and I, that I've learned and I think like I'm very grateful for it, but I think I'm going to embrace the new and my new self. Um I think do I do I start anew? I think it's sort of a yes-ish because um there's a lot of things I do like about our traditions from the homeland and that is incorporated in um my personal style of magic but i don't have to take i don't have to faithfully recreate it um and as i guess at least at the very least a second gen um person of our birthplace we can make new traditions that don't have to be literally from scratch. Uh, do I start anew? Uh, I, I think in a similar f- fashion to Miriam's answer, it's it's yes, but I think that I, I think that I continue to be the one that um, my family, my found family, relies on, um, but I can do it. I can provide that support because uh, I feel equipped to do it. I feel good at it. I genuinely want to do it. And so the guilt isn't the guilt and the proving something and the making up for something in the past is not 
there to make it feel like such a burden. Um, so I've been able to do that. And so, yeah, I think I do end up starting anew. Does your partner take a more prominent role? Yeah, I think so. I think, right, that's part of starting anew is having having uh, a partner and and probably bringing the partner. Um, they can come out back and have the magic potion, the Tic Tacs with us. <laughs> I love how we're still secretive about it. <laughs> we don't have to be anymore. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't have to be. We're so sketch about it. <laughs> well, because it's just weird what, how, like, we're so used to hiding it that how do you not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're hiding it from the younger generations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's 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 like how there's a risque television show that um I would always watch when no one was around, even though like because values were very different. But here now that streaming services and they're bringing old catalog stuff, I have no reason to hide. But it's like the minute my spouse steps in, I'm just like, oh, God, why am I? I was not watching this show. <laughs> this was just randomly. No. <laughs> the cat put that on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, um, the Elders era has ended. You start anew. Uh, yeah, I think um, it's interesting. Uh, I think there were points um, in this game when I was, uh, I found myself really frustrated. Obviously, I think they came out with the, the our, our family's legacy. Um, and what maybe it, what I've seen it be, um, but right, I'm I'm a healer. I can I can heal things, and I think our family's legacy is included in that. Um, uh, part of the legacy is the big, deep magic, as as Miriam said, the the big, changing magic. Um, and so uh, I don't know if it's starting anew. Um, but it's I I'm really invested in trying to continue um and but i want to i want to heal it as we do because i think we can do it in ways maybe that hurt fewer of us the best answer to end on yeah <laughs> thank you so much for this <laughs> thank you this is honestly no matter how many times i play it i'm just always taken aback and like always get like teary-eyed anytime hearing everyone's answers and their experiences like this this has been beautiful thank you so much well um uh to our our audience that was uh for our family um which will be kickstarting very soon the for the updated version um thank you so much anthony for joining us tonight uh if you'd like to play uh, if you'd like to play for our family, um, you can check out the link posted in the Twitch chat, um, or if you're listening to this afterwards um, or watching it afterwards, you can uh, you can find info in our video description or our show notes for the podcast. Um, before we sign off, let's go around the table one last time, uh, plug ourselves. Who are who are you and where can we find you? Let's start with our guest this time and then go backwards. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Anthony Nomo and you can find me on Twitter at Pinoy XP, P-N-O-Y-X-P. And you can find that itch page too. Um, 
So this game in this version isn't out yet, but you can find the original for my family still on my itch. Uh, and you can check that out. And once this game comes out, you'll actually get to compare the two. So <laughs> if you want. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm a big lurker there and on my itch. Um, before I do my outro, Anthony, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Do you, in a good way, in a good way, okay. do you have a uh, Kickstarter date yet? I am shooting for November 2nd, but we will see how long Kickstarter takes to approve me. Yes. yes. <laughs> but um, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, I'll have my preview page at least linked up on there uh, once, I, once I'm able to put it out. And then uh, we'll go from, like, uh, we'll go through from there. <laughs> Soon, soon. Soon. So be on the lookout, watchers and listeners. Um, hi, I've, I'm Kristen Divine. She her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I do game design, writing for tabletop role playing games. Um, I host an interview podcast called Tabletop Crowd that is on the Tabletop Babble podcast feed on the Geekspective network, and it focuses on talking with folks um, who have gaming-related crowdfunding projects coming out soon in hopes of getting their projects to more listeners and hyping them because they're amazing. Anthony, we should talk. Um, <laughs> so please follow us at, um, at Tabletop Babble. And then I also am prepping for my Kickstarter, which is going to be coming out in January for Adorablins. Um, you can follow us for more information at Dice Up Games. We're going to be co-publishing with Letterman Games. I'm very excited. That announcement is new. Um, so you can follow them as well, or just follow me and, uh, I will be retweeting everything. Uh, Miriam, how about you? Uh, yeah, so um, as I said at the top of uh, the show, that I I am on Twitter at media underscore junkie. I uh, lurk around on Utopia, and um, you can find me here on this show, alternate Thursdays, as well as um, GMing Kahania, which is currently on hiatus between season two and season three. Uh, season three will probably come out early next year, and. Um, other than that, I published a game, Flats and Fangs, which is a uh, lasers and feelings hack uh, uh, um, that is inspired greatly by what we do in the shadows. It was for BIPOC Vamp Jam, which was for BIPOC Vamp Day. And um, yeah, uh, I, I have now got the game designer bug uh, off wanting to publish my own itty bitty games. So check uh stay like follow me to check out my other games that may or may not come out before this year <laughs> and with that i'm gonna pass it to our wonderful host for today jeremy thank you um uh again thank you so much anthony i love this game um i uh so as i said earlier um i'm jeremy uh you can find me um on twitter at hark morper h-a-r-k-m-o-r-p-e-r -E um sounds kind of like the name of a muppet uh hark morper uh it's uh yeah you can find me on twitter um usually hyping up either bimpoc uh other bimpoc other queer and trans uh designers streamers content creators um i love hyping um other folks with marginalized identities in this community um sometimes i talk about education uh, i'm also an educator uh and then i design games um uh newer to it but having a blast um 
you can find my games on Hark Morper also on itch. Um, and in particular, if you like For the Queen games and Magical Girls, I have a Magical Girl for the Queen game, a queer oh. Magical Girl for the Queen game. <laughs> mm, which we may or may not fa- be playing at some point. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> called <laughs> False Protagonists. Um, uh, so you can, uh, you do not play as Magical Girls. You play as the other que- young, queer young people in a city that is protected by queer magical girls. So we're playing the cursed. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm here for it's, it. Oh my God, that's so wild that you literally could follow this game up with that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so check me out. Um, and thank you again, everyone. Uh, that's our show for tonight. Um, join us next time as we play Women Are Wolves. I got the title right. I can't remember if it's Women Are Wolves or Women Are Werewolves. Um, An amazing game exploring gender and non-binary gender identities and gender roles and werewolves. It's going to be so good. Um, Bye, everyone. Their Super Geek is brought to you by Misdirected Mark Productions.